Hello, and welcome to the Sleeping Situation Podcast, uh, live on location from my parents' house. And uh, my name's Matt. And I'm Ivy. And, and... I'm, I'm Emily. This is my sister, Emily. And it only took us 87? Is this 87? I think so. <laughs> 87 weeks to have not just the two of us. Let me Let me double check. It's going to bother me if I don't say it exactly. This is 86. 86, those crabbies. Crabby patties, crabs. I did it wrong, and now I ruined it. 86, those patties, crabs. We got a report of two ghouls bearing a stiff over on Shallow Grave Road. 51 seconds 51 in. seconds before there was a SpongeBob reference. <laughs> um, so it's Easter Sunday, and... This is the closest we've ever recorded to the episode coming out. And we're at my parents' house. And it's Easter. And it's Easter. Um, this is like only the second on-location episode we've done, too. That's also true. Um, this is not the beach. It's pretty much the opposite. There's a pool outside. That's close, right? Yeah. So, are we going to get started? We're going to get started. Um... This is this is going to be no editing situation. Uh, also, we don't know what we're doing, and so, it's fine. So, so be prepared to be confused and bored. Um, Emily, do you want to like introduce yourself? Oh, you know, sure. Um, what What do you want to? What's your name? What's your favorite color? Oh, oh okay. Uh, this is why I took. I was in school for so many years. And your fun facts. I'll, I'll say my fun fact. I'm Emily. Um, I study basically the inside of the refrigerator and the cupboard. My favorite color is purple. And my fun fact is... I don't know, honestly. Uh, What's your favorite Spongebob episode? Oh, boy. Uh, Honestly, it might just be the first one. You're both wrong. Just just for the (laughs) quote that... That smelly smell, that smells smelly. We, You're both wrong. It's a constant <laughs> argument between me and Ivy that I'd say that that is the best. All right, listen. Yeah. Because the first episode is three parts. It's the only three-parters, three-parter. Yeah. And it's the the Help Wanted, Okay. and then Reef Blower, mm-hmm. and then the Tree Dome, mm. where Spongebob goes to Sandy's house. Those oh. are the first three episodes. Oh, gotcha. And those are like... Three of my favorite episodes. Except the Krusty Krab pizza is good. But yeah, exactly. It's SpongeBob's one of those shows where, in my mind, like all my favorite episodes are all towards the beginning, and I forget that they're all like that early on. Yeah, we Ivy has like the first one hundred episodes, and literally like the first ten are all of my favorite ones, <laughs> with the like the occasional sprinkling of other ones. Yeah, Band but, geeks. That's, see, I just, that's, it's never been or my favorite. that one episode where they're, like, competing. The um, Fry Cook Games? Yeah, yeah, that one's, yeah. But. Prepare yourselves for this giant guy who's carrying the actual competitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and then when they, when, when Patrick does his, like, dive and then they cut to just, like, an ice cream cone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, you can start. What's been going on? Um, it's been really busy this week. Uh, 
I can't seem to recall anything that happened, but it's been busy. <laughs> um, my band played at the Rialto, and that was nice. Uh, we got done at like 11 o'clock. It was great. Which is the earliest I've ever been done at a gig ever. I went home and went to bed. Like, we literally unload, like, lo- unloaded all our stuff, and then we were like, what? I don't know what to do now. Because it's still early enough that I could do something. Yeah. And that's very strange. Uh, in contrast to that, this Saturday, the 27th, we're playing at Annabelle's. Uh, and and it will not be, not be that. Uh, we'll probably start at about the same time we started on last Friday, and we played last, and I think we're playing first. Uh forget who else is playing. Wake Magnolia, Outside Voices, those guys are cool. I don't recall. Annabelle's, Akron, Ohio, April 27th, there you go. What game have you been playing? Uh, I started playing Stardew Valley again. Uh, I blame Ivy, because she started playing Stardew Valley again, and now that's all I want to play. All the time. What new developments have you made on your farm? Um, I got some chickens, and I got a cow. Named? Uh, the cow is named Fran, and my chickens are named uh, Marge and Lisa. And, uh, uh, what else has been going on? I bought a base. Do I, I, I haven't talked about that yet. Mm-mm. I bought a base. I bought another base. I have so many of them. And I bought another one. But it was really cheap, and I got it on Craigslist. And it's a 1992. And I'm a 1992. And I needed it. Can you look up, like, with the serial number or something, like, when exactly it was made or no? I don't know if they're that specific. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I would have to look. Maybe if it was, like, an American one, it might be, but it's a Mexican one. So I'm not sure if they get that specific. Okay. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. Am I forgetting something? I have no idea. We recorded two episodes really close together. And this one's really far and out. And this one's really <laughs> far away from the last time. And so I don't I literally don't even remember what I talked about last time. I don't know what's happening. I'm all. also well, I'm also running off of no notes. This is what no notes Matt sounds like. <laughs> uh very confused and um uh, But it's gonna be fun. Very confused. Just very confused and also confused. <laughs> I'm two things, and they're both confused. <laughs> hey, Emily, yes. what have you been up to in the past week or so? Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, I've been baking a lot of desserts. Um, I mean, that's not really new. That's just like a constant thing. We've talked about this on the show before. Oh, have you? That you're okay. a wizard baker person. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm like the Harry Potter of bakery. So I saw this. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, because this is how I talk in the kitchen. I'm trying um, that you. I saw a cool recipe where you, like, bake a cake and then you cut it out and then you put it inside of another cake and bake that cake. And, like, anything I bake, it, I, like, prepared myself 90% of the way and then I didn't actually measure. So, like, I put a bunny inside of my cake and it was smushed, but it, it wasn't bad. Um... What else have I been up to? Work is boring. But the new Star Wars trailer came out. Yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) That was the thing I wanted to talk about. That's honestly the most exciting thing in my life here recently. (laughs) I I watched it. I audibly, I think, screamed. (laughs) And then I watched it again. 
Then I texted about five people asking them if they watched it. And then I watched it again. <laughs> Did you see the, the preview for The Mandalorian? The TV show they're doing? Um, no. Looks so good. You need... Emily hasn't watched The Clone Wars yet. The DeLorean? No, I haven't. No. I didn't know there was time travel in Star Wars. going back to the future? <laughs> um, they also took it off of Netflix, because Disney is a money-hoarding evil mega corporation. Yeah. We yeah. all knew that. So they put it on the, the new thing, whatever, that they... Yeah. But you need to watch The Clone Wars. It's so good. I'll get to it eventually. But what do we think about the trailer? Ooh, ooh boy. Um, honestly, at this point, I'm just so excited. It could be awful, and I'd probably still be excited. <laughs> but I thought it was great. Um, Lando Calrissian? Exactly. I'm worried for him, though, because every time someone comes back, they go, cut him off. There's... <laughs> I, I saw a meme that was, um... It was, uh... Padme from uh, Revenge of the Sith mm. and it's like when Obi-Wan's going to confront Anakin and she's like you're going to kill him aren't you and that's just every like <laughs> Lando you're going to kill him aren't you yeah. and then it was um, they said like Ian McDermott confirmed for episode 9 and then it was Padme and she said you're going to kill him again aren't you <laughs> yeah so I'm worried about him but I'm excited that he's back. Did you see there was like I saw footage from the like the big conference they did when they launched it, and he just like walked on stage and got like a three minute standing ovation. No, I didn't see Who did that? that? Ian McDermott. Oh, the seat. That's great. So what I've been reading that I think is cool is it's called The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I'm getting that right, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're like, well, the only Skywalker left is Kylo Ren. So the whole movie is going to be about his redemption, and they think that it's him flying the ship that Ray jumps over, and that he's like training her because he's like the only other like uh, Jedi, not really, but left. Yeah. But she needs help training to get better with like her lightsaber and junk. And I'm like, that's cool. And that's you know, really it's cool. Disney. Disney's yeah. going to redeem the bad guy, like yeah. the the tragic bad guy that's not really bad. Mm -hmm. So you know he's going to have a huge part in it. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, because I like him. That'd be really cool. What do you think? You I, buy it or not? Nah? I can't think too much about it. Your eyes just grew twice in size. <laughs> I can't think too much about it, or else I'm going to freak out. Uh, and I can't be freaking out until December. <laughs> we can't even handle it for just, more than a just month. Just need to play it cool. So... At the end of the trailer, it says, like, this Christmas or Christmas 2019 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if that's, like, a general or it's going to be one of those movies that actually comes out on Christmas. Oh, it better not be. But if it is one of those movies that actually comes out on Christmas, we'll I will go to the movies on <laughs> I Christmas. Think, I think the last, well, um. I bet it'll be like, sorry, go ahead. Force Awakens came out on, like, the 15th, right? Yeah, something like so. that. They'll probably it'll put be it something the same like that. Day. Or, like, the 20th or something. Yeah. See, the one came out, like, right by my birthday, so. Like, right after. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be something like but that. But if it does come out on Christmas, we're going I'm to down. the movies on Christmas. <laughs> they should Some be. families just, like, do that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds kind of awesome. Just going. Yeah. If it was, like, a good... If there was good movies, like, yeah. not just for the sake of going to the movies. But. I feel bad that people would have to work on Christmas, though. Yeah. That yeah. always makes me feel bad. I don't like going places if yeah. I can help it. We'll take them Christmas cookies. Yeah. We'll that seems it, fair. We'll make it okay. That seems fair. Because Star Wars is important. Very true. <laughs> what? 
I don't know. I'm just I'm Emily, in the middle, so I don't know who to look at. Oh, okay. was Usually we're across about... from each other, and now we're all in a row, so <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know where to look because I'm in the middle. <laughs> Emily was. You know which way to look. I'll try you know to. I'll look. try to sit over here. Um, yeah, but then you're not in the microphone. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I was I was like way too in the microphone there for a second. Mm. Um, what else have you been doing this week? The last. Uh wait, there's definitely something floating around. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We we talked about it. You went to see a show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna talk about that. Thank you, thank you. I need like, yeah, okay. So, um, I went and saw Olin Rogers at the Improv in Pittsburgh. First of all, I, I really like the Improv, basically just because they had food and they didn't eat beforehand, so it was a great <laughs> surprise. Second of all, Olin Rogers is great. He's a situation favorite. <laughs> situation approved. He's <laughs> certified. Um, and then the guy who does the voice for um, Avocado on Final Space. Which also, I looked him up then, and I didn't realize. I thought it was like Avocado the food, but they spelled like Avocado. Like and I was like, oh my gosh, it makes me love him anymore. But yeah, Olin Rogers was great. Yeah. We saw As, Olin Rogers at that same improv. Yeah. Like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go to that one, and then the tickets sold out so quickly. Did you see he posted something online the other day and he was like, hypothetically, now just I hypothetically, saw, yes, yeah. what if we toured like the first four episodes of Final Space? And I was like, yes. You see, he also is trying to make a full length movie. Mm-hmm. So. And he's pitching another show at the moment, I believe. The like Lion's Blaze show. Really? I'm, I'm all for whatever Olin does. Anything. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I will take it all. Um, Honestly, Final Space Season 1 was so good. I'm pretty much... I mean, I was pretty on board with whatever he was going to do anyhow. Mm-hmm. But now that that was so good. Yeah. Chokity. I feel like I'm yelling. Am I yelling? No. Okay. You're good. It just feels like that's really far away, I think. Yeah, we had to back the microphone. If it sounds weird, that's why. Um, I'm just going to tell you all these insider baseball things that really don't matter. It's basically all I'm up to. After this podcast, I'm going to Chicago later this week. Weren't you just in Chicago? Like a year ago. Oh. So, I mean... Basically. You go places, and that's I weird to us, because we don't go anywhere. Okay. I, went to, I went to New York City in December, but that was a long time ago. But I've never been on the podcast, so I gotta... Yeah. That's all I do. Emily went to The Tonight Show. I did go to The Tonight Show. The tickets are free. You just have to kind of reserve them, like, a month in advance. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Who's on it? Felicity Jones Felicity and Jones and Miley, and Miley Cyrus. Cyrus, and then Matt Damon made a guest appearance, and then whoever that guy is that Miley Cyrus released that song with made an appearance. Was it a uh, Mark, Mark Ronson? Ronson? Yeah, and then, um, uh, shoot, I don't know her real name, but it's the mom and daddy daycare. She was on there. That was... I don't remember. <laughs> what that just was, was that was a sleeping situation reference. Let's reference something super old and outdated that nobody's going to know. Uh, Everybody remembers Daddy Daycare. I just don't remember who the mom yeah. was. It, no just, just Google it. But yeah. yeah, they were the ones that were supposed to be on there. And then Felicity Jones, for some reason, couldn't be on the night she was scheduled to be on. So mm. then she wasn't even supposed to be there. So we were in the studio for like four hours or something because all these people kept coming. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize, I think, is that, like, they don't tape that, like, live in one yeah. take. They'll, like, do multiple takes and stuff, and they film things out of order and yeah. whatever, like, on yeah. different nights. It, they, they, I didn't The people on that. one show weren't all necessarily there at the same time. Yeah, exactly. The They did, like, a skit, like, a, where Miley was singing, mm-hmm. and they filmed that that night, but then it didn't appear on air for another, like, 
week or something. Yeah. <laughs> was that? Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to Chicago, and we're going the day Avengers comes out, and we really want to see Avengers, so we already bought movie tickets. In Chicago? In Chicago. <laughs> what are you going What are you going there for? Uh, just to go there. Just a weekend trip? Yeah. Cool. Um, I think we're going to try and hit up the aquarium and museums and get some deep dish pizza. Thin crust, no thank you. No thank you. You, <laughs> you belong here. <laughs> Thank you. Emily gets all of our references. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Okay. You live an exciting life. I, r- I really do. And sometimes I'm like, Emily goes to so many things and does so much stuff. Last year. Like, your life is secondhand exhausting to me. Okay. <laughs> Just as a quick, last year was like the most I think I've ever traveled. In February, I went to Hawaii. And then... uh. May I graduated college, and then May I went to Chicago, and then June I went to Las Vegas and Utah, and then t- in December I went to Tennessee and then New York. So it was a busy year last year. This year I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, yesterday I made it to the couch, and that was... That was bad. Yeah, don't get me wrong, on my days off, I'm I'm a slug. But... So then you make up for it. Yeah. By driving all over the place yeah. and going to things. I gotta burn off all those desserts I make and <laughs> eat. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Hey, I did a thing this week. What Ivy, if- do you want to tell us about <laughs> No one's gonna ask me. No, that's fine. Um, the only cool thing I think that I did this week is I went to a concert with my friend Beth on Thursday and we went to go see her favorite band in the world, which is Murder by Death. And it is, um, uh, their genre is very difficult to describe. But the way I've been calling it is, it's like a southern gothic rockabilly kind of thing. <laughs> it's also a little bit punk, and it sounds like if one of those Irish bar bands, like Flogging Molly or something, was from Kentucky. That's what they would sound like. <laughs> It's all of those things together. It's like a very specific, like, aesthetic kind of thing. And it's super cool. They have a cello player, which is neat. And she had googly eyes stuck to her cello, which was super <laughs> cool. She was the coolest one. But the the singer was really good. They were all really good. They did a song uh, that somebody requested from this EP that the singer did kind of on his own as, like, a side project that was just silly. He said he recorded all these songs that he just sings to his dog offhand and put it out as, like, a an EP or something, yeah. and somebody requested, it's called Perfect Robert, and his dog's name is Robocop, but they <laughs> joke that it's short for Robert Cop, so he sang a song called Perfect Robert about his dog, and he was so excited that somebody requested it, he's like, I can't believe you guys even know what that is. There were a lot of people there that seemed like the most super diehard fans of this band, which was neat. Yeah. Do I keep doing that? No, that's the floor, okay. Um... So that was cool. Um, I'm a cool person at a concert, and I always end up standing by the most annoying people in the crowd. It happens every time. There were some super annoying people standing near us, but we still had a good time. Yeah. So. That's good. There were these guys that were, like, being way too rowdy, and, like, Mm -hmm. they wanted to, like, jump and dance, but no one else was jumping or dancing, so when they're the only ones, like, flailing their arms around and jumping into people and stuff. Yeah. It's so annoying and disruptive. Yeah. And I'm like, I want everybody to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, if your good time comes at, like, the disruption of other people, I feel like you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Or, like, go stand in the back or something. Yeah. Like, I know it's not the same, but if you're going to be disruptive, don't, like, I don't know, annoy other people. Yeah. I, know, I love, like, the smaller concert venues, like House of Blues and stuff, but there's always that, like, seven-foot person that stands in front of you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and then like backpack Betty over there is like bumping into you. <laughs> right. Um, I just <laughs> concerts have been around for so long. It's 2019. How do people not know how to act? They can't. And these were like adult men. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, do you think you're cool? Because everyone hates you. Everyone right here can't stand yeah. what you're doing. Basically, it's the worst. <laughs> but we had a good time, and you know, yeah. it's all good. Um, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. The power was out for half the day at work on Friday. That was fun. Everybody's like, oh, that sucks. You can't work. And I'm like, no, dude. I hope it never comes back. I hope this place burns down. No, I don't. But. Do you have any concerts planned for the summer? Um, Yeah, we're going to go see 21 Pilots again. Um, we're going to see them in Columbus this time. And uh, we got uh, floor tickets, but it's just like general admission. So it's just mm. kind of like. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's Let's get be, there early. Yeah. Um, and then in August, we're going to go see John Bellion. Who? Uh, John Bellion. <laughs> I am unaware. Uh, he released an album called The Human Condition. That was a while ago. And then he just released a new one, uh, which is called Glory Sound Prep. I don't know. He's, I've never heard of he's, him. Never heard of he's him. different. He's very, he makes like a lot of his own art for his different songs. So that's kind of cool. But That's neat. He's kind of like pop, I guess. I don't know. Have you ever heard of Max Frost? Uh, maybe. Sounds like a superhero. I, I feel like you would like Max Frost. He sounds familiar. Sort of like electro pop, electro pop, okay. but slightly cooler. It's okay. not just like dance. Because his name is Frost. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, I did. Uh, like a month ago, I think I went to see um Quinn ninety two, and then one of the girls touring with him her name's ash and i've never heard of her before but she's like really good hmm. i don't know if you ever heard i don't of her. think so. i don't but think yeah, i know she her. was like great i have to just look it up throwing that out there but yeah i don't i was just i was t- told ivy that i have like no concert tickets bought for the summer i have one like, nothing planned mm-hmm. all of the bands that are going to be around are bands that i've seen before uh, and i'm just yeah. kind of like i could go see them again but i just yeah. I think the Black Keys were going to be in Ohio. Yeah, they're playing in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, Those okay. tickets were, like, impossible to get. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's also at the queue. I'm just uh, not. Yeah. Pedro the Lion is playing at Scully's. In Columbus? Yeah. That's a pretty cool place. I've been there once. I saw Cartel I just, there. I just saw them, like, mm-hmm. in February. And I want to go again. <laughs> well, the new album wasn't out then, right? No. They it played, was, like, right like, before, one song. right? I'm seeing the 1975 in May, and I'm so excited. I like that. Finally get to see them again. I was supposed to see them a second time a couple years ago, and then I got sick, and I couldn't go to the mm-hmm. concert. Like, last minute, I was, like, oh my trying to get myself through the day. Like, maybe I'll feel better. Like, and I just felt worse and worse and worse yeah. all day. It sucked. Oh I was so sad. Yeah. But finally seeing them again, and that was, like, one of the top five concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's going to be great. Like, the weather should be pretty good, because yeah. it's, like, it's May, so it won't be, like, so deathly hot like it is sometimes for, like, <laughs> yeah. outside shows. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. the 21 Pilots once, and it was, like, 102 degrees outside, and I was down in the pit outside. Like, people were passing out around me left and right. Like, we got closer to the stage every time, because people kept yeah. passing out. And I was like, I feel really bad, because people were, like, dehydrated, and, like, yeah. and I, oh my gosh, I can't even, I've never chugged a bottle of water faster than when I got home, because we yeah. were outside for, like, four hours. Yeah. And you can't leave, or you'll never get back in. Yeah. So I was like, as long as I don't pass out, I'm gonna be fine, but it was so hot. I was so sweaty oh my and so thirsty, but it was really good. 
That was the first time I saw them. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah, I like them. You've been to the Grog Shop, right? The what? The Grog Shop? Cleveland? Mm, I don't think so. Oh. It's like a a small little kind of venue place. Ivy said that um, our friend Beth saw My Chemical Romance there before they were famous. That's how she found out about this band that we went to see. She said they opened for My Chemical Romance in like, I don't even know what year she said, 2005 or something. I could be getting that totally wrong. But they they were like just starting to get a little bit bigger. Oh my gosh. Like, they were touring and stuff, but they weren't, like, yeah. My Chemical Romance yet. That yeah. was more like 2007, 2008 or something, you know? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I will never see My Chemical Romance, so I'm jealous because yeah. they're just, they'll never come back. I, they're yeah. never going to reunite, and I have no faith that they ever would. But mm-hmm. yeah. I was okay. like, and you saw them at such a small place before they were big. I'm so jealous. I know. I always like hearing about when people see, like, these huge bands now when they were just starting, or when they were, like, openers for other bands. Mm-hmm. What's, um... Somebody at the store saw the doors because their sister wanted to go or something. No, that was I took a what rock and I took a rock and roll history class. Oh yeah, and this this old guy said like you can take classes for free if you're a senior, mm-hmm. and he said that he was like nineteen, and his sister wanted to go to this show, and so he had a driver because his parents didn't want to go so he's like i had to drive my sister my little sister and her screaming friends to this concert <laughs> and it was like the doors in 19 like 66 oh like before they the album came out and they were like famous he's like yeah i just went to the show that my sister drugged me to for the doors it's like, that's, <laughs> that's cool it's crazy so uh we want to do this here Toss together review we're gonna do. <laughs> are we are we skipping things of the week? Oh oh no, Bop. <laughs> We've been. I usually can't see the time and it's freaking me out. <laughs> now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Things of the week. Bop. Go. Do you know how this works? No. Okay, we've we've explained nothing to my sister about our podcast. Um, so we assume everyone's heard of us. <laughs> we're practically famous. Um. So it's just like things you would recommend. Yeah, like if you've been if you watched a movie you liked okay. or you ate something you liked okay. or music, TV, funny internet videos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, we have to show Emily that video of Products. The, the with the guy. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I don't take no orders from no woman. <laughs> yeah, don't let us forget that. That's on our <laughs> list. We'll share that or something. Okay. Okay. So who wants to go first? Not me. You go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, lots more of the same. Uh, I downloaded, uh, all of the Death From Above 1979 desc- discography, because I needed it. Needed it. Um, also, Stardew Valley, because I-, I was up to, like, three last night playing it. Oops. Um, and I listened to an album, uh, all the way through twice, and it's... I closed it, didn't I? Um, it's Donny Hathaway Live. I think it's just called Live. 1972. Mm-hmm. Jams. 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 They open up with What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. That's pretty cool. Jam. It's great. Um, also, I watched uh, Black Klansman. Speaking of Adam, Adam Driver, I watched uh, Black Klansman this week. The Spike Lee joint. 
And <laughs> you hush. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's great. How dare? Netflix prices are going up again. Why would First they do all, that? Fuck yeah, Netflix, but also it's, I need Netflix so like they can do whatever about they want bad to me. Things of the week. Gosh, I I keep th- saying we should do things not of the week or not things of the week. Okay, something. well that can be one. Netflix is raising their prices. Yeah, there mm. you go. Um, highly recommend watching Black Klansman. Don't watch it with your parents, uh, <laughs> but definitely do watch it. It's very good and very uh, uh, thought provoking. And interesting. Um, I don't think I've consumed any other things this week. Because <laughs> uh, Stardew is taking up all your time. Yep. Um, also, Reese eggs. You have consumed several of those. I then. have consumed <laughs> several Reese eggs. Um, oh, uh, my boss's wife made it was cheesecake with strawberry stuff on it on a sugar cookie crust. Oh my goodness. That sounds delicious. I had like half a piece and I felt like I was going to die because it was so, so sweet. But it was very good. That's my things of the week. Bop. Do you want to go or you want me to go? You can go. I'm still trying to find something. Um, okay, this week my things of the week include um, Peeps because it's Easter and I love seasonal candy. Also, uh, Cadbury cream eggs. And uh, Cadbury mini eggs. Two different things. Two totally different candies. Two great chocolates. Is Cadbury chocolate better than Hershey's? Because I kind of think so. How dare you? I kind of think so. Um, The British know how to do sweets. They have a candy bar called Double Decker, and it's really good. It's made just for me. That's you. It is me. I had one. It was good. Um, Also, this week I've been listening to The Arctic Monkeys, which is nothing groundbreaking. It's happened before, but it's fine. And I listened to a whole bunch of the Fratellis this week, and they're really good. Um, I watched a whole lot of Strong Bad Emails. They've been posting a couple more. Uh, since Flash is down, they're pretty much uploading most of HomestarRunner.com to YouTube so that people can still watch it. Is Flash, like, dead, dead now? Flash is dead. I think it's gone. I'm not really sure so if the you- website is still there or not. Oh, that's I haven't sad. checked it. Yeah, it's really sad, because um, it was such, like, an institution of that age of the Internet, and now it just there's nothing to service it anymore. So, I don't really know if it's there. I haven't checked again. It would make me too sad, so I don't know if I can. <laughs> but they're pretty much putting all of Homestar on YouTube so people can continue to watch it. Uh, every once in a while, they put out, like, a new cartoon. You know, the past couple years, they've done, I don't know, four or five. Mm-hmm. One or two a year, something like that. But uh, I watched a whole ton of Strong Bad emails the other day, and they're still funny, and they're all good. And what? Who's what? What? Did I do something funny? No. Oh. Um... <laughs> And, um, one more thing. I need one more thing to round it out. Um. Oh, oh my. no. That is some ambient sound. Wow. Is that the humidifier that you can turn off? No, it's that. Oh, no. Oh, it's the heat. Uh, it's like everyone's just gonna have to deal with it. We're, we're in the basement of my parents' house because my dad is sleeping upstairs. You know, this is just... You know, live on location, you're getting the entire experience of being here with us, and that includes the air. It's so not good. You know, we locked the dog out of the basement because we're like, he may make some sound. And now there's a vent right above Yeah, us. we locked the, the Kaiser is upstairs. <laughs> the Kaiser? The Kaiser. I was going to say something, and now I've completely forgotten. I don't know. You were going to round out your things. Yeah, I know, but place. now I don't remember what it was. Um, 
It was gonna be uh, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, ah, I don't remember. The self-helpless podcast is really good. I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. Things of the week. Okay, Emily. Okay, so, um, I tried a new recipe this week, and I never actually cook real food. I always do, like, dessert food, but it turned out really good, and it's in the crock pot, so I was pretty proud of it. I threw some chicken in, some potatoes, some taters, and then just, like, a bunch of Italian dressing and some random Mm -hmm. spices, and it turned out great. That sounds pretty good. Thank you. It was good. Um... On Netflix, it's under the stand-ups, but he also has his own special, and his name is Nate Bargatze, I think. Bargatze? Something like that. And he's real funny. For some reason, he reminds me of Nick Miller from New Girl. I don't know what it is. He reminds me of that. But, yeah, he's pretty great. Um, I've also been watching The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, which is crazy, because I hate spooky things, and it spooks me. But it's pretty good. Sounds too spooky. No, thank you. (laughs) It, like starts out a bunch of crazy things are happening and then as the series goes on there's only like 10 episodes it kind of explains Mm. why those things were happening but then like if you watch it again apparently there's a bunch of like hidden faces and people in the scenes and like a lot of times they're obvious but you can't see them because you're not like looking where they are kind of thing but yeah that scares me just talking about it I hate to say that I like it (laughs) because I hate spooky things have you watched the new Twilight Zone? No, I haven't. But it looks good. It does look good. Yeah. And then... Um... What else? What do you guys normally do for things of the week? Just kind of... Shows, music, food, products. Um... I don't really do much. So I don't really (laughs) have uh, too much going on. Music-wise... I've kind of... I try to listen to new music, but I'm in that rut where I listen to, like the same three bands over and over and over. Same. So I'm doing a lot of, like, the Black Keys right now. Yes. Um, Good. They, well, they have that the high-low song that's kind of newer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been listening to them a lot. I was listening to some more Childish Gambino, but I don't... I don't... I don't want a blanket statement say I like his music because I don't like a lot of it. I, I like <laughs> that one album a lot better than the old stuff. Yeah. I feel like hit that one album... Yeah, I'm, like, picky about which songs. I mean, there's some songs I really like by him. Uh-huh. And then I've been listening to a lot of Post Malone lately. But I only know his, like, one song that was on mm. the radio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Bop? Yeah. We watched Phantom Menace this week. Yeah, we did. Ooh. We can't talk about it too much. Okay. We're gonna... Full prequels review is coming, because Matt just gave it away. Do-do-do. Now you know. Do-do-do. <laughs> the best part is that Jabba the Hutt is credited as playing himself in the in, in the, the actual credits. credits. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, that's the best thing about that movie. Easily. Um, do we want to maybe take like five and see if the heat shuts off? Sure. We can. It'll shut off soon. Yeah. I think. This is intermission. No editing uh, podcast, but we're gonna. I'm going to stop it with my foot. Thanks. It feels so quiet now. Oh, okay, we're back. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the hot water tank has, uh, has uh, subsided itself. So okay. I figured out whatever, whatever tantrum it was on. So are we ready to do the thing? Yes.
Okay, so now it's time for the situation <laughs> review, which is the part of the show where we review something, whether it be movie or show or game or album or whatnot. What? <laughs> now it's time for the part of the show where Larry sings a silly song. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I said that. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, why did you word that so strange? And I was like, oh my gosh. That's why? It's Silly Songs with Larry. Everybody's got a water buffalo. <laughs> so, hey, uh, was it just the last time or the time before? I think it was the time before because we did an album last time. But we just recently reviewed a Goofy movie, which is a gem of the Disney animated collection. And we thought for this week it would be fun to review an extremely goofy movie, which is the sequel. Uh, probably the best Disney sequel there is, dare I say. If we're not counting, like, Toy Story 2, like, probably the best Disney sequel. The least uh, decrease in uh, quality from the original, if there is any decrease at all, which I'd say there's probably not. Not quite, uh, not as song heavy. No. That's maybe the only thing. Mm. There's not really any songs in it. There's no power line. There's no power line, and you're absolutely correct. That movie has 100% less power line. <laughs> also, 100 we're going to get there. Because <laughs> I know what I'm going to complain about, and I already did it two episodes ago, and I'm going to do it again. So, uh, review works like this. We do an overall, we do likes, we do our airing of grievances, okay. and then we rate it out of 10. Okay. Since none of us are prepared, we're going to wing it and I'll just talk at the same time, probably. Perfect. Overall, whoever wants to start, what do we think of an extremely goofy movie, which came out I, in, like, 2000 or 2001? I've been waiting for, like, five minutes to say something. Uh, 2000. 2000? 2000. That's pretty, what was, uh, well, I guess it was 94. Years. <laughs> what? The 94 first one? 94 came out in 94, right? No. 98, I think. What? What can no? I don't think so. Ninety five. Oh. Okay, you were better. You were I was a good dang freaking year. <laughs> you loved being alive then. I loved being alive <laughs> when Disney was just at her best. <laughs> Those five days <laughs> of nineteen ninety five. Four yep. days of nineteen ninety five. Yep. What a um, great year. <laughs> Nothing went wrong. Emily uh, Emily let us borrow her copy of the Goofy movie, and we forgot but, to bring it back. And I would like to say, so for Christmas or my birthday, you got me an Amazon gift card, and I used part of that Amazon gift card to buy the Goofy movie. Nice. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so an extremely Goofy movie. Um, overall, what do you think overall, of the movie? Overall, I just love it. Like, if anyone, if I'm like doing anything and someone's like you want to watch an extremely goofy movie I'll be like yes right here right now but yeah an extremely goofy movie is also 100% more on Netflix than a goofy <laughs> movie uh, which is yes. uh, convenient when you only own the VHS tape and <laughs> if you're me and I think it's a movie you can always count on, like, no matter what kind of mood you're in, yes. it's gonna be good. Yeah. There's some movies that you can't watch if you're, like, in a certain mood. Yeah. Because it's just not gonna work. I don't think if you're happy, if you're sad, clap your hands, and <laughs> also watch an extremely goofy movie. Yeah. And it's, like, also one of those movies that no matter how times, how many times I watch it, it's still gonna be funny. Exactly. Like the same jokes are gonna get me. And there's no reason it should be as good as it is. Like, no. a sequel to a lesser-known Disney movie that's mostly about, like... The X Games, 
shouldn't be very good, but it's great. Because <laughs> oh, it has so much more than that, even though that's like what it's about. <laughs> Your next games mode. Yeah. Yes. Overall, Matt, what do you think? I I think what I'm going to do is just let you two talk. I think you should tell us what you think. Half um, of what I say is just quoting vines. I I love the extremely goofy and extremely goofy movie. And extremely and goofy. Extremely. The extremely goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Don't even say a extremely goofy movie because like mm-mm. an extremely goofy and, movie. Yes. Uh, it's great. I love the first one. The second <laughs> one is. I mm, I don't know I don't know if I like it as much as I like the first one, but it totally holds up and it's totally funny, always. <laughs> Agreed. What things specifically do you like about it? Um, I like that. Well, so it's like the characters actually development. They're just not rehashing the same character traits from the first one. Like, because they're older and they're different, like, they're in a different part of their life now. They, like, play it like that. And it's not just, oh, let's put Goofy in another wacky situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's also super funny. It's super funny. Mm-hmm. So many good bits. And it's heartwarming and uh, a, a wonderful family uh, comedy movie. Uh Yes. It's for the whole family without, like, dumbing it down to be to the, for the whole family. Yeah. It's, like, it's actually good for the whole family, not just, like, kids will like this so that parents can watch it also. Yeah. Right. Or, like, adult people or teens or anyone. See, that, I said, see, that was really good, and I said I wasn't going to say anything, and then you said that, and it was much more intelligent than what I just said. I mean, I'm just, I'm just conversating. Also, Bigfoot is in the frat house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it Gamma Moo Moo, I think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're the Gammas and they're the Moo Moo Brotherhood or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate I feel like Disney does good if you watch the movies as a kid. Like, they're funny on a level. But then if you come back, like, 20 years later, then you're catching all these new jokes. Right? Yeah. I feel like that movie does that. Stanley Uppercrust the Third. <laughs> Bradley Uppercrust Bradley. the Third. I'm sorry. Or you can call it Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, the scene when they're in, like, the Java place, and they're asking each other why they're wearing the white gloves. Moments like so that good. just make the movie great. And it's not even just like blind nostalgia, like, oh, I liked this when I was a kid. It's like new appreciation and also appreciation of the stuff that you used to like too. Yeah. Yeah. What um, other things do you like about it? Um, I mean, I just kind of think the overall plot is hilarious. Because, yeah, at the beginning, you're like, oh, no, like, Max is leaving, you know, whatever. And then his dad follows him to college, and that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, oh, by far, I think my favorite part of the entire movie is the announcer dude who's, like, in the blimp. <laughs> and goes, hey, yo, what do you know? <laughs> and he has, like, the giant chin. And anytime the other announcer dude tries to say anything, he just shoves him out of the screen. Hey! <laughs> Honestly, I think that's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see a blimp, that's all I think of. Hey, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. That's my number one reason I like that movie. <laughs> it's because of the big chin announcer, dude. <laughs> I, I don't think I've watched it since I've been to college. Is that weird? I haven't watched this movie in a long time. We ought to watch it again. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we don't even have to get my VHS tape. <laughs> I have a player. 
<laughs> Fun fact, I saw this one before I ever saw the first one. Just because really? we had the VHS tape, and then eventually I saw the first one afterwards. You know what I also just realized not too long ago is the guy who does the voice for Max Goof is the same guy who does the voice of Kovu and Lion King 2. Simba's oh. Bride. Yeah. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. He's in a lot of stuff from, like, that time. He was on um, Full House for a while. Oh, and he yeah. was in Boy Meets World for a mm. while. He was a couple other things, too, but I don't know what. Yeah. So... Is there anything you don't like about the movie? Can I say what I liked first? Yeah. Oh I had yeah. Some ideas. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I just didn't get to talk. We're just jumping around. No, that's Emily, okay. Emily's doing my job. Is just jumping ahead before <laughs> Ivy actually gets to say anything. Like, that's okay. I okay, talk- now it's game time. <laughs> I talk too much anyway, and it's fine. Um, I like that it's another. F- like they did the father son thing again after they did it so good the first time. And we said even that that's not, like, a story that gets told all that often. Especially back then, it was super, like, princess movies and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they took the father-son thing again and built on the, the, the progress they made the last time. So they weren't even rehashing the same kind of, like, misunderstandings. It's, like, a different misunderstanding. Mm. So that's, like, another facet of their relationship. And they moved it forward, building off of what the first one did. Even though, like, the first one isn't referenced very much in it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's a direct build-off of their relationship, which I really like. The disco scene, <laughs> A+. plus. Yes. Um, just, I, there's no reason that Goofy Dancing Disco should be that good. It's so cute that the librarian, they bond over, like, 70s yeah. memorabilia. Like, they're so nerdy. Yeah. And they're so perfect <laughs> for each other, and I love it. Um, I think the X Games angle is so... Like, it just kind of, it's kind of out of nowhere, but I like the way that they work it in. Mm. Like, it, they work it in in a pretty seamless way. Yeah. Like, even though the main thing is about, like, being embarrassed that his dad's at college, it's, it's funny how the X Games is almost like the subplot. Yeah. So it's interesting how they, they layer both of those things at the same time. Yeah. Um, yes. And also all the characters are good. Bobby gets to be in this one more. When, sadly, he barely got to be in the first one. Mm-hmm. Bobby's so funny. Um, I like the Java girl a lot. She's cool. And that she goes for PJ. A-plus <laughs> choice. That it wasn't like, they weren't like, oh, Max needs a love interest again. Yeah. They, like, they, they let her be with PJ, which is so cute. Um, I think that's my main, my main points. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that'll do it. It's cool that I think... Oh, see, we didn't watch it directly before this. We're kind of going off of memory. Yeah. But um, this one, no, it's not at the very beginning. But the, the first one starts with, like, Max's dream sequence. And then I guess it's, like, halfway through, but we get, like, a goofy dream sequence. And yeah. I like the parallel of that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not right at the beginning, so it's not quite exact. Yeah. But I like it. And I think that's it. So, now it is time for the airing of grievances. Okay. Who has some grievances to air? Oh, what? Well... No power line. No power line. Sad. And, like, the songs that Powerline does are so good. I think that they have the... The disco scene really does make out for it. And there's there's some music kind of thrown in yeah. throughout. It's not, like, bad music, but yeah. Um, man, I really have to think what I don't like about the movie. Does someone else have something? You got any? I know you have a lot. Oh, I got... So you can I just... got some. You can go, then, because... What did y'all do with Roxanne? Where did she go? <laughs> I'm upset. 
I talked about this last time, so I'm going to try not to go crazy. If you didn't hear this rant, here it is. Uh, it would have been super easy and not have to have changed the plot too much if they had, one, written her in, or two, written her out, instead of just completely ignoring her existence. Mm. And that's my biggest bone to pick, because she's such a good character in the first one, and I like her so much. Yeah. They could have easily written in, like, a couple-line thing, like, sorry it didn't work out with Roxanne, or, like, sorry Roxanne's going to a different college, or sorry Roxanne moved away. Yeah. And then Max is like, yeah, but I'm moving on to this new exciting part of my life. Or, yeah. like, maybe he's a little sad about it along the way, but it doesn't have to change the plot if the plot is what they liked. Mm. Or if she was there and she either went to a different school and they're, like, they talk on the phone or something. Or she went to college with them and is just, like, cheering him on at the thing and, like, encouraging him to, like, don't be so sad that your dad's around. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Like, it wouldn't have had to change that much because that, him, like... Becoming, like, her boyfriend or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, that plot has already, like, taken place, so we wouldn't really have to worry about their relationship so much. Yeah. Either way, I don't think. Yeah, I think I mean, it could have just been... She could have been written in or out instead of just nothing. Yeah. And that's what bothers me the most. Because, I mean, she was, like, such a main part of the first one. And they don't, like... They don't mention her one time, yeah. and that's just what bothers me. Okay. And it's only supposed to be, like, three or four years later, because yeah. he was in high school in the first one. He was probably, like, a freshman or a sophomore so mm-hmm. it's probably, it's only like two or three years later yeah uh, where'd she go i'm upset <laughs> uh also yeah the music isn't quite as integral i'd say it's more like since they t- sort of take like the 70s angle with goofy and sylvia a lot of the songs are just like 70s songs that they throw in mm-hmm. they're like pop songs instead of like original songs mm-hmm. and i think that's a little bit of a shame because the music in the first one is so good so and this good. one is just like it suits the movie well and i think they were well chosen songs but it's not the same as like really good original songs that further yeah. the plot and do all the things that we said when we talked about last time not to compare it too much because it is also sort of its own thing but those are my two biggest uh, bones to pick also java girl doesn't have a name which makes me sad yeah. They, they could have given her a name. <laughs> Thanks. Well, it's because she's mysterious. I suppose, but she could have just been, oh, by the way, my name's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, even if it's at the end, I'm Bechtel testing this thing, and it probably doesn't pass, which is sad. But anyway. <laughs> anybody else got grievances? Not really. Yeah, but you said you didn't like it as well as the first one. I don't. So why not? It It doesn't have <laughs> the same magic that the first one does. I think that's a fair point. And I don't know if there's a, a tactile kind of thing that I could say, oh, this is not as good as the first one. It's just not as compelling, I guess. I think maybe the X Games part is a little bit more conceptual. Like, it takes up more space in the story. Yeah. Rather than... I don't know that it's competing with, like, the father-son story, but it's... It's, like, more of a concept than the road trip is that sort of takes up space. Well, I mean, the the road trip, like, the, the, the their relationship in the first one takes place, like, the road trip is a vehicle for that. And this one, mm-hmm. it feels like the X Games is a totally separate kind of thing. They're, yeah, they're, like, parallel instead of, like, happening at the same time. Yeah. I think that's a fair point. I guess my only other thing is, yeah, think about why I don't like the second one as much as the first one is the first one just has so many iconic moments to me. Like, yeah. the singing in the car. Yeah, that's, like, an original song. And then, like, uh, uh, when Pete, like, brings out his camper yeah. and just, like, takes off half of the forest and then you have, like, Bigfoot. 
Then, of course, you have the concert at the high school. Mm -hmm. And then, um, also, I appreciate what's-his-face that does the voice for the principal. He's perfect. Oh, Wallace Shawn. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, you have, like, the Pylon concert at the end. Then you have the, who's your favorite possum? (laughs) Like, yeah. There's just so many good pa? moments in the. Pa? Pa? <laughs> I think we've all been in a situation like that before. <laughs> and then, yeah, and the second one, like, I really like the disco scene in different moments throughout the X Games, but. They don't stick out quite as much. Yeah. They're not as. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, he's like going to college. Distinct. And, like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still yeah, a good the movie. Sec- the second one's a lot more about goof, too. Mr. Yeah, it's a, it's Goofy. slightly less about Max yeah. and a little bit more about Goofy. That's an mm-hmm. interesting point. Yeah. But but still good. Yeah. Still very good. That's a good point. Because they sort of are having their own yeah. storyline around each other instead of mm-hmm. it all being, like, connected. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So does anybody want to give a rating out of ten? I give it, like, a nine. I think it's still great in so many ways, yeah. but just slightly shorter of the first one in a few yeah. key ways. Like it's, I don't know. I'm going to say like a seven and a half or an eight. Goodness gracious. It's, I mean, I still really like it, but if if the option is do you want to watch the Goofy movie or the extremely Goofy movie, I'm going with the original, the first mm. one. I'd agree. Like it, like I said, it's there's not a lot that I can be like, oh, this is better, yeah. but it just doesn't have the same magic to it. That's a fair point. I think I give it like an eight or an eight and a half. Honestly, the yeah, the main reason is that there's no power line and there's no like the song. <laughs> it's the so sad. Are so good. Yeah, he I'm, was like the number one pop star, and he's gone in like two yeah. years. Maybe that's true to life. Honestly, yeah. and sometimes, but like, like, yeah, he's so good. Yeah. I wish I want to watch it again because I wonder if he has like a power line poster on his wall in the dorm Ooh. room or something still. Yeah. I, like, I wonder if there's an Easter egg. Yeah, I feel like there might be. I feel if like there's not, there should be. I, I need to watch it again and then I can really, yeah, but I've never once watched it and like been bored with it or anything. Yeah, so. yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm literally the German judge on the X Teams panel. <laughs> X Games fan. Oh, and a 3.7 from the Germans. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. All right, do we feel good? Does it get the seal of approval? Yeah. Situation certified fresh. Did you know, here's something you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> a Goofy movie has a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? That's the most... Screwed up thing I've ever heard in my whole what? entire wait, life. Wait, wait, What year did it come out? 95. Didn't Mulan come out that year? I think it did. I How don't, close were their releases? I don't know if that's... I have this conspiracy theory. It's not really conspiracy theory. It's just something I think about. But is that some of the best, like, Disney movies that have come out have, like, really bad ratings and almost went straight to DVD. And it's because of the other movies that came out right around them. And I think it's 2001 mm-hmm. is when Treasure Planet came out. I was gonna- but that's the same year that... Phantom Menace came out, I think. No. And one of the Harry Potters. It's the first Harry Potter movie. The first Harry Potter came out that year. There Mm -hmm. was a Star Wars for sure. I think Men in Black came out that year. And there was something else. There was like a poop ton of big movies. And there was another really big Disney movie that came out that year. And then Treasure Planet was just kind of like mixed in. Uh, Brother Bear? I don't know. Treasure Planet was supposed to be a summer release and they pushed it back to Christmas to doom it. Yeah. I believe it. Did I ever show you that video? Treasure Planet and um, 
Atlantis. Atlantis is another one. It came out mm-hmm. when, like, Harry Potter... Oh, Lord of the Rings also came out yeah. in 2001. Yeah. And it just got, like, completely obliterated. I, so sad. I need to send you a video. It's uh, how Treasure Planet was bi- Disney's biggest mistake. Yes, we've... We, I, yeah. I mean, we must have talked about it yeah. before. It's so good. Yeah. And they basically... The whole thing is basically how they just... Disney, like... Doomed it to fail. Right. Maybe it, on they, like, it was like a contractually obligated movie that they had to pay for. Yeah. And so they just did zero promotion for it. Mm-hmm. Talk to me any day about Treasure Planet. I'll <laughs> fight for that movie. For everyone's information, yes. an extremely goofy movie. have it's a 57 on Rotten Tomatoes, <sighs> which is more than the first one, which is incorrect. Unacceptable. <sighs> Unacceptable. 57 is... A 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 94% of Google users liked it, though. So, I mean, I trust Google users, right? They're all smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Review? Review. Cool. Are we ready for game time? Yes. Now it's game time. And today for game time, we're throwing it back to top five. Uh, podcast favorite game. The podcast's favorite game. Maybe. I don't know where that claim's coming from. Uh, <laughs> and this week... We are going to do a subject close to all of our hearts, and we're going to rank the top five Mario Kart tracks across platforms, across consoles and games. Top five Mario Kart tracks. So the way top five works is we make a category and we rank the top five, and one of us will go at a time and we'll compare our lists and see how close they are. Nobody wins, we just argue. Except (laughs) you, the viewer at home, gets to vote. Uh, Hopefully on Twitter, if we remember to post it, we'll put a poll and you can say whose list you think was best. So who indeed wants to go first? Uh, I would say that you can go. I I may I, be the most prepared. Yep. I need to. I need to. <laughs> For sure. I may be. I didn't write down my list in order. Uh, so I need to do that. So you. Should, so you want me to go? You should go. While first. everybody else gets ready. <laughs> That's fine with me. Uh, this is gonna be a long episode, and everybody's just gonna have to live with that. Okay. Um. Top five Mario Kart tracks. I didn't write down which um, games these were from because a lot of them appear on multiple games. Like, some of them are on, like, the retro courses on a different game or whatever. So just think the most general iteration of these courses. Um, I took into account how unique they are and how fun they are to race. And number five is DK Mountain, because that's the one with the cannon that shoots you to the top of the mountain, and then you race down it, which I think is a cool concept. And I just think the design of that one is fun. I think it's more fun than the other jungly ones, um, because a lot of the jungly ones have rope bridges that I fall off of. And uh, basically the the uh, the uh, requirement for me to like a course is that I can't fall off of it very easy. So um, that's number five. My number four is Sherbet Land. Sherbert Land, I don't know which one it is. Uh, it's the one with the penguins that slide on the ice oh, and so try and good. knock you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that one's good because one, it's iconic. I, it's on several of the games, if I'm correct. Um, and I like the ice design. I think it's a really good world. And I just like being uh, dodging the penguins and in the ice cave. That's about all I got to say about that. My number three is Bowser's Castle, specifically the uh, Nintendo 64 one. I do know that one for sure. Um, I like Bowser's Castle as like a big ending race. Uh, it has lots of good obstacles in it, even though I usually lose that one because I run into walls and stuff. I think yeah. it has good uh, design and good obstacles in it. 
as a, like a harder course, I think it's one of the most doable and one of the most fun. Uh, you don't fall off of it. Rainbow Road sucks, and it's not on my list because I hate it. Every iteration of it. Um, number two is Koopa Troopa Beach. Um, it's got a really good uh, a, um, a shortcut that I can never hit, but that's fine. I just like the race around the island. I think that's a really good one, and I think that's a fun race for everybody, and one that, like, whether you're good or bad at Mario Kart, I think you can, like, have fun on that one, and it doesn't, like, you don't have to be really good at it, and, like, one person gets really far ahead because they're really good and everybody gets left behind. I feel like it's usually a pretty close race, so I think that's a fun one. Um, My honorable mentions are DK Summit, which is the one where you, like, go back and forth on the half pipe of the snow. Oh, yeah. Um, Delfino Square, which I believe was mostly in Mario Kart Wii, um, where all the little guys cheer for you and you go through a city, and it's my favorite, like, cityscape one. Mm. And I also really like um, Moo Moo Meadows, which I believe is also Mm. on Mario Kart Wii. That's the one that I've probably played the most, because it's the one that we owned for the longest period of time. Um, I like dodging the cows, that's all. Uh, Number one, my top Mario Kart track is Coconut Mall, which is on Mario Kart Wii. Um, I like it because every choice that you make affects the race, whether you go, like, up or down the correct escalator that's going Mm. the right way, whether you choose to go, like, up or down the levels. It has, like, probably the best shortcut if you go, like, up and over the mall and then down into the parking lot, or you can choose to go through it. Um, There's just so many, like, choices, and they all affect the race whichever way you decide to go, and I like the design of it, too. And I think that's the best one. Also, there are me's driving the cars outside, so you yeah. might run into one of your yeah. ridiculous me's. And uh, that's my top five. I feel like, I think we're all going to have, like, one or two maybe in common, and then also very different lists after that. There's also five bazillion tracks yeah. to choose from across all the games. And also, you guys played different games more than I did. Yeah. Because I didn't have a GameCube, so I didn't have Double Dash, and I didn't have an N64, so I didn't really play that until, like, I played with you guys. Yeah. I had, we had the Game Boy one, and we had Wii, and then I've played the one on Switch a couple of times since Zane got it, whenever it came out, not too long ago. Oh, okay. It's so hard, because the controller's so small, and, like, the screen is so small, unless we, like, put it on the TV, I'm like, (laughs) it's really hard. Uh, Whoever wants to go next. I definitely forgot about one, and so I need to reconfigure my list here. Okay, I I am as ready as I'll ever be. Um, Okay, so I only have four on my list because I can't really pick. But we'll we'll go start with number four and work our way down. Um, Now is this so like? Least. This is your least to most favorite. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. So, Dino Dino Juggle, which is on Double Dash. I really like that one dude. just because it has parts where you can fall off, which, like, I always do, so you kind of have to be a little more careful. And then it has the giant um, dinosaur, and it reminds me of, like, uh, the lagoon monster that was in um, Super Mario 64. Reminds me of that dude that was in oh, my yeah. 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 So I like that one. It's a Lapras. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. And then um and then it has like those little water spouts that like shoot out. So there's like more obstacles than just like mm-hmm. driving on it. And then Wario's gold mine, which is on wheat, which I completely forgot about until I looked it up. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, you know, you start out like almost on a boardwalk and then you enter the cave and you like go down really far and you come oh, back up. No, and it's there's like super a bunch good. of bats. That one's really fun. I completely forgot about it. 
I rarely play the Wii one anymore. I like that one just because there's like other obstacles. So it's not just like who can drive the fastest. You kind of have to like really work for it. Yeah. And then um, number three would be Peach Beach, which I play more on Double Dash, but it's also on the Wii. And half of the reason I like that one is because it's a smaller track. So that one's more about who can just basically drive the fastest and shooting as many shells as you can. Is that the one you were talking about that's just the little circle? Maybe. Um, no. No. That's, that's what it, that one. <laughs> oh, with the ducks. Yeah, and it has, like, the little ducks um, from Super Mario Sunshine, which is honestly the main reason I really like it, <laughs> is because it takes place on, like, a setting from Super Mario Sunshine. Um, and it's kind of nice to have just, like, a small track. But then my favorite, I honestly think, might be Koopa Troopa Beach. On the N64. Mm-hmm. I don't... I think half of it is just, like, nostalgia reasons. Because yeah. I've played that one so many times. And then there's that darn cave where if you get, like, the boost right at the moment, you mm-hmm. can go through. And I rarely can. And then there's, like, the big jump over the little mountain thing. And I don't think I've ever made that one. You got all the little crab things. And, yeah. That so one's so That good. one might be one of my favorites. If not, yeah. My absolute favorite. I'm sure there's another one I really like that I'm just completely forgetting about. But that's uh that's a good list though. Thank that's you. how that happens. That's how the top five list goes. It's, it's aggravating because top five is always easy from like one, two, or maybe three, yeah. and then picking four and five is impossible because you have yeah. two spaces left and like a bunch you like kind of like. Yeah, basically because I, I like there's so many I like, but mm-hmm. yeah, those are the ones I've probably done the most and, and like. I'm sorry, but Rainbow Road is overrated. Exactly. All I do is fall off of it. Yeah, all you do is fall off of the dang thing, and then no one, everyone just falls off the whole time. You can't use half your weapons because there's so many turns. And then the N64 one, there's bumpers, so that's fine, but you just drive. Right, so then it's, like, not fun, and then it's too hard. And it's almost, like, kind of psychedelic on the the N64. It's a little hard to look at. Yeah. So. Um... All right, you got it. I I had to I had to reconfabulate my list here. That was a fancy word. Um, agree, pretty much with everything you guys. There's not one that I like want to punch you for. It's not like you said Banshee Boardwalk or something. Um, Nothing makes me angrier than Banshee Boardwalk. <laughs> All right, top five Mario Kart tracks. Here we go. Uh, number five, Sherbet Land mm. yeah. on Mario 64. It's so good. I mean, it's a great track, but just like the little penguins being the main obstacles. Um, also, the fact that it's like kind of icy and you can like slide into the water and stuff. Uh, I have a question. Are they the same penguins from Super Mario? Yeah. They'll... Yeah. I think if you hit they'll make that noise, won't Do they? they? Yeah. Um... Number four is Baby Park from Double Dash. Okay. Is mm. the tiny little oval one. That's the one. <laughs> it's like there's literally seven laps to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny because it's such a non... I like that one because it's such a non-typical Mario Kart track. Like there's no wacky things trying to run you over. Or it's not like a big elaborate course it's literally just like a, a circle and so the whole thing is you're just trying to kill everyone else like hit them with shells and stuff um 
and I, I think it's I mean it's cool that it's just not a typical kind of uh, Mario Kart track and things get wild on that it gets one. really crazy <laughs> um, when I was in college we used to like um, go into the lounge at the end of the thing and play Mario Kart Double Dash and we would do that track like 20 times in a row <laughs> and it never got not fun uh, I feel like that one probably feels more like the balloon game yeah mm. like it'll, it would just feel like the balloon game but it's a race yeah that's all um number three Controversial opinion track number one. I think it's great. Uh, Waluigi Coliseum from Double Dash mm. is quite possibly the longest track. I don't think it's quite as as long as like Rainbow Road. Yeah, but it's pretty stinking long. Like it's long enough that you only get two laps. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like. Have you ever played that one? I don't know. It's like... Uh, it's like this giant coliseum, and you're, like, racing around on, like, metal tracks. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and there's, like, a bunch of really big jumps and stuff, and there's, like, some loop-de-loops, I think. Ooh. All sorts of cool stuff. But it's a really long track, uh, which is cool. I mean, it really sort of... It tasks you as the player, because on any other track, like, all right, by the third lap around, you've kind of figured it out, Mm -hmm. and then you can, like, really, all right, now I'm going to gun to the front. Like, not get hit by the train. Right. (laughs) You have two laps to figure it out, and then the third lap to catch up. And This one only gives you two laps, and it's so long that you forget by the time you... So it's like... It's it's really fun to play because it's like one of the more challenging yeah. courses I think. Um, so controversial track number two, mm-hmm. uh, and my number two track is Yoshi Valley ooh. from the N sixty four. Listen. I don't like playing that track, but I think it's one of the best ones because there's so many different paths you can take. Um, I mean, there's literally like, I mean, probably 20 combinations of different ways that you can sort of snake through it. And when you're doing it on the Grand Prix mode, you don't know who's in what place. Yeah. Like it, it, because there's so many ways that you yeah. can go, it it won't tell you who's in first or what's because you just there's so many different ways. Also, yeah. there's a giant Yoshi egg. Yeah. That's fun. Um, it's a really tricky course to get, but I think because again, it's it's sort of atypical of Mario Kart tracks. Um, there's not Goombas trying to eat you or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no chain chomps. And, and it's not just like who can race around the fastest or can you, I mean, shells are pretty much moot in that track because yeah. there's so many turns and it's, they just go off the thing. So it's really about which way you race and how quick you can make turns and that kind of like, it's oh, a really I'd be bad at that one. <laughs> it's a really interesting, yeah. like kind of different track. Um, 
I get. I didn't. I didn't come up with any honorable men. Pretty much, I, there's no tracks that I actively despise, mm. except for maybe the GameCube Rainbow Road and Banshee Boardwalk. Yeah, because there's boosts everywhere, and you just boost yourself off the side. Right. Exactly. I hate um, anything with a rope bridge. I always fall off. <laughs> it's mostly like Donkey Kong ones. Um, the the mine one in Wii is really good. Um, I almost said Daisy Cruiser, the with the cruise ship. Yeah, that one's really fun. Mm-hmm. The one the mall one is really good mm-hmm. from the Wii. Um, DK Mountain's great too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm forgetting all of them. I haven't played Double Dash in a minute. We should play that. We got it at home. If you ever, yeah. Have you ever even played that? Yeah, I have. Oh, so much. I fun. think maybe Tabby had it, but I just don't think we played it that often. Right. Um. Oh, Calamari Desert from the N64 is a really good one too. Yes. With the when you're in the with the train. Yeah, that one's yeah. really good. I like that one better than like it's like dry, dry ruins or something like that. Yeah. Dry, dry desert. Yeah, that one's. That I don't like. That has the wormies. wormies. Going around, I don't yeah. like the wormies that much. I always hit the wormies. Yeah. I don't like it because I'm bad at it. <laughs> Uh, which means the number one Mario Kart track is obviously Cooper Trooper Beach. Nice. You know, obviously. We're all so close. I'm pretty sure he brainwashed me into making it my favorite <laughs> because when we were younger, he was always like, we're playing Cooper Trooper Beach. That's because it's the best track. It's so good. All right, listen. Yes. Top notch music. <laughs> You're racing on the beach with the little crabs. Mm-hmm. It's not a difficult track, right? But there's a lot of little things you can do to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Like when the the tide goes down, you can go across the other way. Yeah. Like cut across the little lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a shortcut that's beneficial to take. Not like a lot of Mario Kart shortcuts where it's like just a different, equally as long way. Um, and or you if, just waste your time trying to hit it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing too. If if you miss it, it really slows you down. <laughs> but if you hit it, it's like cuts the track time in half. It's yeah. crazy. Um, and there's the giant long ramp with the blue shell at the top, mm-hmm. which is great. And little crabs and crabs, crabs, and the palm trees. Yeah, if you hit the palm trees with the star, they shoot up in the air. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. It's like more straightforward, like the just regular circuit ones, like Luigi Circuit yeah. and Daisy Circuit or whatever. But it's more interesting and more fun than those. Yeah. But with the same kind of general idea, just with more fun. Yeah. I mean, Daisy Circuit was there was no Daisy in <laughs> N sixty four. I don't think. No. <laughs> I don't think anywhere. I'm trying to remember if she showed up. I think she showed up at game in GameCube stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I love yeah. Koopa Trooper Beach. It's my favorite. I think it was on all three of our lists. So I thought you liked Bowser's Castle. It's fine. I thought you liked it more than that. I no. will say, I think my favorite one for like the battles is on N64, the triple decker one. That's the best one with, for like, sure. The with the colors. colors. Yeah. Yeah, what's that called? It's not... Block uh, Fort. Block Fort, yeah. yeah. Double decker is the, um, the other it's one. the green, the, the green oh, one. Okay. I don't yeah. like that one. But yeah, block that one's too big. Yeah, the that block four is by far the best. I think it's the best battle out scene, of, and all of them. Out of all of them, I always fall off the skyscraper. It's too, it's too easy to fall off. Uh, the skyscraper on the N sixty four is really good. When they did it again on the Wii, it sucked. I'm pretty sure the one on the N sixty four glitches because I swear you drive faster. 
Yeah, I, I always swear. feel like I'm driving too fast, and that's why I fall off. Yeah. Well, the one on the Wii is bigger. Yeah. I like that's it why. It's cool. It's because there's more people. Mm. Like, because you can do, like, the oh, Battle yeah. Royale kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, true. Um, I actually like that better. Yeah. I like there being more people. It doesn't, because sometimes it feels so empty when there's only, like, two mm. or three of you. You know which one but. is really fun? Is on Double Dash. There's the one that you're on top of the GameCube. That's what I was, yeah. Just yeah. Some, and then it, like, tilts And sometimes. you can do the bomb mode. Yeah. And you're just, like, chucking bombs, like, <laughs> crazy at each other. I will say, I love Double Dash um, on the racing. How you can, like switch your characters while driving so you can have like twice mm. the weapons yeah i appreciate what gamecube has done for mario i've still never played super mario sunshine don't, don't even with that don't, that's a whole that's a whole conversation i blame you right that's there. your fault it's not my game we, we have it it's in our house it's not my it's, game that's 100 it. it's not mine We'll call it the roller coaster tycoon syndrome, where you sit down to play and then you just keep playing for the rest oh, of your life. Oh, it's so much fun! That's how I, Super Mario Sunshine is. I'm bad at the other Super Mario, the 64, and I. It's hard for me to figure stuff out. I had to keep relying on you. Like I get stuck and it makes me mad. I like this one more than the N64 one. I was gonna say that might be a hot take, but Mario Sunshine honestly might be better. Yeah. Is it the only thing is like there's the like, the mission or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Like the, there's, like, five different objectives or whatever they are. And you just get, like, the name of it, and it'll just be, like, Secret Passage. And that's it. That's all it tells you, and there's no other directions. Sunshine is not nearly so bad, bad about Typically, that. like, when you enter, it'll kind of, like, zoom in on where it wants you to go. Or it'll, like, give yeah. you some type of hint. Yeah. I could use more hints. The N64 is rough. One. It's yeah. really bad. Well, the N64 one, you can accidentally get the wrong star. Which is hilarious, and I appreciate it. <laughs> it's like, top of the castle, and you go to the top of the castle, and you get the star, and it's like, no, that was two more. There was, like, on the castle roof, and you're like, <laughs> wait. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mario 64 is really bad about that, but Sunshine's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't want to do a battle, you can just kind of... Tool around Delfino and yeah, talk to all the people. Yeah, get they're some so sunglasses. funny. I like those little guys. Yeah. What are they? What are they, what are they called? I forget. I don't know. Aren't they pinata people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. all I know. They make funny noises. Bubble bubble. Yeah. Fat Dudley, are you sneaking a nip a hooch? That's how they talk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fat Dudley, you're all At wet. one point, me and Emily had, like, everyone in that game had names. Oh. <laughs> like, everybody. There was a point in our lives where I think we lived off of Sunny D out of a can in, like, oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> and that and game. we would wake up and just start playing. Sunny <laughs> D out of a can like like it's supposed to be. First of all, yes. I can't find it anywhere no more. It's probably super bad for you, and they've, like, killed it off of the market. You can get it in plastic containers. Nah. That's the only way I ever had it, was a big, like, two-gallon Well, you're... It's crazy. I know so many people that didn't even know it came in a can. I didn't know that until a couple years ago. I remember when it still said Sunny D light on the can. (laughs) I never had orange juice until I was, like, 12 years old. I thought Sunny D was orange juice. Really? Yeah. I didn't know there was a difference, and I tried real orange juice, and I was like, this is not Sunny D. <laughs> there was one time, so I haven't had Sunny D in a can for years, and then I found it one time, and I think I bought four cases. Because <laughs> I was like, I need it. I need all of it. 
I'm sure you might be able to, like, Amazon it or oh, something. Oh, you can, and it's very, very expensive. I think it's, oh, like, $20 it? or something. Oh, that's For nice. a 12-pack? Yeah, I think Yikes. so. Somebody's got a warehouse of it somewhere. I'm gonna find it. And he's just like, 20 bucks a pop. You 90s kids, I'm gonna take advantage <laughs> of you. Basically. I'm Listen, I might need to just buy some. Well, if it appears in our house, I'll know why. One time, I was at a sleepover at Fred's, and we, like, killed a 12-pack <laughs> of Sunny D. That's how you know it was a good sleepover. Yeah. Yeah. Stayed up all night and played Mario. Yeah. There you go. You played, like, the 64-round Mario party or something. Uh, <laughs> me and Scott Bakerink did the 50-turn Mario party. Oh, my gosh. Never again. <laughs> Never again. And it was just two of you. Yeah. I guess it puts in the other players anyway, well, yeah. but yeah. still. Oh my gosh, it took absolutely forever. Like how many hours, you think? I don't know. Four? How long does it take to do a 20 round? Like two hours, maybe? I don't an know. An hour at uh, least? At least an hour. At least an hour, yeah. Depends on how you roll, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. I guess it's just turns. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, we about ready to wrap this puppy up? I think so. I think we gotta get out of here. You gotta take me home. I gotta go to bed. It's getting late. It's past my bedtime. So, uh, hey. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. We done had a guest. Thank you. We've been, like, we've been saying, we had to have Emily on the podcast for, like... Since episode s- 70 <laughs> episodes now. I didn't have to leave my house. You guys came to me. <laughs> Thanks. Was it fun? It was fun. How would you review your experience? Ooh. We'll send you, we'll give you a little card, yeah, and you have to get on the thing, and it's like... How can we improve? I would would say, you recommend this to a co-worker <laughs> or a friend? And then you have to select the little dot on the... on the. How would you rate the cleanliness of the host? <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Good, we'll take it. Because I'm the one who lives here. I would say it's been a great time. I'll come back. Um, I'll prepare next time. I will We prepa- weren't prepared either. We'll so prepare next totally time. Totally fine. Well, like, next time you come up to Akron, we can, like, record again. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll, <clears throat> we'll, like, actually do our, our homework. Yeah. And, Because uh, otherwise my brain is just, it can't focus. We'll have to do, like, we'll do, like, Emily suggested, because she listens to a bunch of music we've never heard of. Yeah. I might hate it. Emily's just, Corner. Just Sometimes so I know. listen to, like, the really popular people, but I don't like listening to their, like, the one song that they play on the radio over and over. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, hey, everybody. This has been a fun time, and thank you for bearing with us in our no-editing episodes. We hope that the sound wasn't too bad, and we hope that this was still fun to listen to. We want to say thanks for listening in and for following us if you do. You can always follow us on social media or on iTunes or on Shout Engine, so you can get a notification when we post our new episodes every single Monday or other various posts from us of things that are fun and we think you might like because we like it. Um, If you have any questions or suggestions for our further episodes things we should review, things we should talk about, answer questions we should answer, and games we should play. You can send us uh, that stuff at any time. I'm so tired, I can't do words no more. (laughs) And uh, thanks, and we love you, and we'll see you next time. Uh, Goodbye! Hey, thanks for coming on the show, Am. You're welcome. Goodbye.